no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> At all. Uh, like and I I kind of want that to be the theme of this episode. Ryan having no clue. Should I just give him a rubber ball to bounce? It's, it, yeah, maybe. What? What is that? <laughs> what is happening? Uh, you know what? That's the intro to the episode. Welcome to Jedi Dropouts, where accident. where we talk about geeky shit, and I don't know what the fuck's happening. Um, we just recorded the intro originally for the episode, and then the first, um, I don't know, five minutes or so of the episode, and then I realized I wasn't recording the episode, um, so we decided to start over, and they started referencing Simpsons, and I don't really know Simpsons, so I don't know what's happening. Um, let, you wasted five minutes of my life. Right? <laughs> I want them back. What, what'd you say, James? Let me know when you start recording. Uh, we are recording. This is the episode. This is the actual oh, episode. Welcome to Jedi Dropouts, where the rules are made up and the points don't matter. <laughs> um, I'm joined by a couple of assholes, apparently. Uh, James Moss and Mitchell Clark. I do not appreciate you talking about my dog like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, god damn it. This is the last episode for the season, because I'm done with this shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've got a podcast. Yeah, you 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 inherit it, I guess. I don't know how how the genetics works on that, but whatever. Um, we were originally going to end this season with say what you would imagine. Um, let's review the new Smash Bros. game. Let's review that new Spider Man movie. Uh, Belgian contests. Yeah, and James burping in the background, um, and. Uh, as we attempted to record earlier, uh, James, you're getting Smash Bros. for Christmas. Mitchell, yeah. you are waiting on it in the mail, and I don't own a Nintendo Switch, and Spider-Man never came to fucking Cornerbrook, and I guess we're gonna have to make shit up. Uh, alright, uh, it might get kind of insane, but, uh, <laughs> sure, why not? We could pretend we've seen this stuff and just review it like we had. We could do that. Jesus hits the iceberg. The end. <laughs> and then Godzilla bursts out of the water. Yep. To eat the end credit scene. It was all a dream. Um, I'll screw you. <laughs> um, what I was gonna say just now, uh, you may notice uh, a little difference in the recording quality in the most recent Jedi Droppets episodes, and that's entirely because I made James go back to our old way of recording today. Because I don't have the time this coming week to mix it. It takes like, it takes almost twice as long to mix the new episodes as it does to record them. So, it's it's time consuming as opposed to like. You well, right. If you don't like your job, you don't. You know. <laughs> I don't, you don't get, complain. You just do a half-ass job. I don't get paid. <laughs> That's the American way. <laughs> yeah. uh, we recorded Final Form just before this, so we're, we're in a good humor, I suppose, you would say. Exactly. Um, um, You'll have to speak up, I'm wearing a towel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get that reference, but it's funny. <laughs> uh, that's the point. Yeah. Uh, so, the new Spider-Man movie came out. We haven't seen it, we'll review it when we get to it, but apparently it's fucking amazing. A lot of people are saying it's the best Spider-Man movie, period. People are saying it's just one of the best superhero movies ever made. Like it is. I have not heard that claim. I've, it like the reviews are unreal. Yeah, and I just hope this means we'll get more, you know, cartoon movies in theaters again. Yeah, yeah. Like all of DC's direct-to-video movies should be. Some of them should be on the big screen. They kicked the crap out of Justice League. Yep. But that isn't very hard. No, no. I mean, you know what? That's that's too easy a target. I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna go for that one. Um, speaking of DC, Aquaman is apparently decent. Good for Aquaman. Like people, I, I'm seeing a lot of reviews saying, "I enjoyed it. I did not expect to enjoy it. This is actually fun." Yeah. Although. Yeah, well, I'm getting ready to boycott this shit because of the fucking Pitbull cover of 
Africa by Toto. I actually wrote in my notes, Aquaman, Pitbull? <laughs> Did you listen to this fucking song? No. I've heard Pitbull, I've heard Africa, I can I can envision, and I, I can guarantee you what is in my head, it's exactly what that sounds like. Pitbull is so bad, they're actually banning the breed of dog because of him. Okay, like... Me and Emily went and had, like, a board game night last night with Adrian from Nacho and Dog and his wife. And in between games, I brought this up, and Adrian pulled up the song on YouTube on his phone. Oh, Lord. Mm. And halfway through the first chorus, the table unanimously said, yeah, that's enough of that shit. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. That's... I'm, I'm shocked you got that far. through the chorus the first time like it was that bad yeah and it seems like it's not gonna be like a song that's just like playing just like for 15 seconds midway in the movie no like this is probably the song that's gonna be playing through the credits while the fanboys like myself are sitting there waiting for a post credit scene that's just torture which means like, if you want a post-credit scene, you're probably going to have to sit there through three and a half minutes of fucking Pitbull. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's funny. It's it, it's like DC finally realized, hey, maybe I shouldn't shoot myself in the foot. Maybe I should aim the gun away from my foot. Aims at the other foot? Yeah, Exactly. Exactly. It's like, ah, uh, I can't. My left foot hurts a lot. It's like they still graze their toes, right? Like, god damn it, man. Uh, Maybe I shouldn't shoot myself in the foot. Maybe I'll raise the gun up a little and shoot the fans right in the fucking genitals. Oh shit. Okay, uh, it's usually me who gets the angry at things. Yeah, it's refreshing. Like, the internet is raging about this. Of course. Like <laughs> it. it like, if you search the song Ocean to Ocean by Pitbull, like, the actual song itself is, like, the first and third results on YouTube, and, like, the rest are just reactions of people being like, fuck this song. Ocean to Ocean? Yeah. Is that what he's calling the it? The last line in the first verse is he says, Ocean to Ocean, Sea to Sea, I'm something you have to see. Oh, fuck me. I threw up in my mouth just then. Wait, so he he covered Africa, but renamed it? It's uh, it's the sample of Africa, like behind the like all the music sampling, is except it's Pitbull rapping the fucking verses, like completely changing the lyrics. And just being about what a baller he is. Of course. Because that's all he knows how to sing about. I wouldn't even I'm a call... baller and ladies uh, are all about me. That's not what I would call singing what he does, but alright, we can, we can generalize it as that. Yeah. What he's mumbling. Yeah. And then Rhea, some... Okay. Mystic is singing the chorus, and it is actually the chorus from Africa. Hmm. But the way she sings it, like, some of the notes are, the notes and the timing are different. Like, I don't know, like... So, it, would it be better if we got a bunch of drunk people to sing Africa? Yes. Okay. Like, Ryan, when you asked me about my most played songs on Spotify this year, you said you already had a good idea what my top played song of the year was. Yeah, oh yeah, I forgot we were going to do that. Um, I, I assumed Africa by Toto. Yeah. yeah. Then this shit comes out. Yeah. And it fucking boiled me. Yeah. Um, it, here's, here's a thought. <laughs> Only a year as fucked up and bizarre as 2018 could I say, you know, Carl Wolf has one of the better versions of Africa now. <laughs> I was thinking the same fucking thing. Like, we used to fucking piss all over that that version. And now it's like, you know what? That's not so fucking bad. Because even as a Weezer fan, that was fucking painful. 
Hey, at least Carl Wolf didn't have to have a fucking laptop in front of him when he sang that song live. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Goddamn um, Rivers Cuomo. Uh, like, <laughs> playing Africa on fucking Kimmel and got the lyrics on a laptop in front of him that he's just, like, staring at the whole time. It's like, why does that dude always look so sad? Like, I want to fucking give him a cookie and be like, dude, like, cheer up. <laughs> um, so we were going to trade off our, our most played songs of 2018 on uh, from Spotify because Spotify does this year-end thing where they they, uh, they tally everything you listen to in the year and they let you know, you know, you listen to whatever. Um, my most listened to artist and track was Sleep Noise, which I thought was kind of funny. I had like over 90 hours of sleep noise, just ambient noise from, you know. Uh, actually, specifically Rain for Sleep. Um... But other than that, my my uh, top ones are let's see, they're all over the place. Uh, I'll just go through them. The top ones I got. Uh, you don't mess around with Jim is my number one. My Jim Croach, Take Me Home Country Roads by John Denver, Easy by the Commodores, This Is America by Childish Gambino, Brighton Rock by Queen, Pink by Janelle Monae, Harvest Moon by Neil Young. Superstition by Stevie Wonder, The Chain by Fleetwood Mac, and King Kunta by Kendrick Lamar. Um, and I'm not surprised by any of that because I listen to the same fucking ten songs every time I wash the dishes. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna I, take mine from ten to one. Yeah, that makes more sense. I mean, there's no surprise in your number one. I'm also gonna take a shot yeah. in the dark here and say that there's some uh, Kenny Loggins in your top ten, probably. <laughs> No, actually. Oh, Danger Zone didn't get that high, did it? No. Okay. Um, so my number 10 was Six Years on Dope by No Effects. Okay. Number 9, I had Turning Japanese by The Vapors. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, then it was I Want It That Way by The Backstreet Boys. Nice. Good stuff. <laughs> Great. I had Gangsta's Paradise by Coolio. This this is all stuff we listened to during Atlanticon, I'm noticing. Um, yeah. Yeah, okay. I had In Dying Days by As Blood Runs Black. Okay, yeah. I had Conformist by Extremist. Sure. Um, Bottom Feeder by Parkway Drive. Yep. Those three are... Three songs that just get played a lot while I'm at the gym. Ah, uh, fair enough, yep. Just loud, angry pump-up songs. Yep. Then it was King Kunta by Kendrick Lamar. Ah, some crossover. There we go. Yep. Number two was Clear the Air by Off With Their Head. Okay. And number one, Africa by Toto. Nice. I That's what I figured. It was going to be a mixture of punk I've never heard of and... Like very silly songs that are great. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Backstreet Boys and and off with their heads. Yep. There you go. Uh, yep. Mitchell, you don't use Spotify, right? No. Nope. Yeah, I kind, of, I kind of thought so. Uh, I can tell you what the band I listened to the most this year was. Yeah. The Primals. The Primals. They are the Final Fantasy fourteen official band. Oh, I've just been listening to this. There music you go. The... That's I, I <laughs> fucking knew. I, I, as soon as you said it, I was like, "It's from anime or video games? Which one is it?" They're the they cover their the the songs they write for the video game, and it's like, let's just crank them up to more metal. Yeah. Okay. Um. So that was a little fun little thing. Um. Leave your top songs from Spotify twenty eighteen in the comments. Uh, share them with us. See see what the listeners are listening to. And um, now it's time to piss off Mitchell as much as Pitbull pissed off James. Mitchell, what do you think of the new Sonic the Hedgehog poster? <laughs> That's what I thought. They can go away. It's pretty fucking terrifying, right? Um, James, what do you think of this thing? <laughs> Do you have anything to say about this? Like, 
I wouldn't even look at it. You didn't look at it? No, I was too scared. <laughs> it's it's just like a silhouette of what appears to be I'm something. I'm going to Google it now. Yeah, it's, it's, like a, it's like, hey, here's a silhouette of a character you know, except we gave him the arms of like an Olympic athlete for some fucking reason. The proportions. <laughs> they're so off. They're so fucked up. The fur texture. Yeah. There's a l it's And mm. the image someone plastered over of an actual hedgehog's face. Yeah. That will haunt me. Yeah. The the memes are, are probably the best part of this thing. The running theory is it's a test thing just to see what people's reaction would be kind of a trolling thing. But I don't buy that because there's another poster out there now where you get to see his long legs. Because the camera looks like it's been taken from his dick. Is that is that real? It's appeared in several theaters. Oh, okay. Yeah, I saw that one too and I was like, eh, I don't know. I didn't think it was real either until I watched a couple of YouTubers mm. actually like, here it is in my theater. We're not supposed to show it. Ah, uh, there you go. Okay. I'm looking at this now. Yeah. And it looks like someone just photoshopped Sonic's head onto Usain Bolt's silhouette. Exactly! The running yeah. joke is there's a character called Sonic Man from one of the Sonic games who's just a guy wearing a Sonic hat. Yeah. And there's a, this is not the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, it's the Sonic Man movie! <laughs> yeah. I'm also finding it hilarious that it's from the producer of The Fast and the Furious. That they, they Everyone's been making that joke, too. <laughs> the Fast and the Furious. Although I would never call Sonic the Furious. Yeah. I, I forget who's actually making this thing. All I know is Jim Carrey is going to be Dr. Eggman. I have very mixed feelings about that. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, a leaked set photo of him, too. I think, I think he's going to be full-on live action. Again, mixed feelings about that. Yeah. Yeah. I like Jim Carrey. Again, I like him too, but but in the last few years, I haven't liked him. Yeah, I think the last movie I liked him in was Number Twenty Three. Okay, yeah, that's and that's still like fucking decade ago. I know. Um, what was I gonna say? It, he's uh, Sonic is being voiced by Ben Schwartzman, I believe, who is pretty funny and he's a pretty good voice actor. But I. I don't know, the, the whole tone, everything just feels off about this from the get-go. You know what it's giving me flashbacks of? The Mario movie. I thought that, you know? This could be the new Mario Bros. movie. Speaking of which, um, Illumination has Mario. Yeah. Which I am quite terrified of also, because Illumination has never made anything good, in my opinion. I will argue with you on that because Secret Life of Pets was fantastic. Ah, okay. I didn't know yeah. they made that. But they did uh, make the Minions and I hate the Minions. I haven't seen anything past the first Despicable Me. Uh, I thought it was okay. Uh, I never went back. Uh, let me see. Hold on. Hold on. I feel like they made something else that I enjoyed but I don't remember what. Mm, haven't seen the new Grinch. Haven't seen Sing. Haven't seen Hop. Uh, yeah, okay. No, that's everything I've seen. That's all I got. I got nothing. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. The whole, th like, all of this just seems like, eh, I don't know. Um, I just hope this is the world's worst prank. It's not a prank. This is not a prank at all. I can guarantee you. And what I think is, is even worse is the Detective Pikachu movie is going to be great. Yeah. And it's going to convince the higher-ups to throw more money at these things and these are not going to be done well. Yeah, I, I think what they're trying to do, we've said this in Final Form that we think anime movies will be the next thing to replace like yeah. superhero. Yeah. I'm getting the impression that the studio heads think it's video games instead. Yeah. Which, uh, well, we already have the greatest series of video game movies, the Metal Gear series. Ah, okay, you're talking about the games, yeah. yeah. Those are games? <laughs> Sometimes I just thought they were yeah. weird movies with weird DVD instructions. Um. Well, we're twenty minutes into an episode of Jedi Dropouts. That seems like the sufficient mark to dive into a mailbag. You get to be a part of a mailbag. Are you excited? Yeah, James, you got some mailbag questions on hand there. Yeah, I'm just reaching for the mailbag box. Mailbag box, the cardboard bag. The four-sided bag. Um, Wouldn't that just be a paper bag? No, no. Mm -mm, uh, Cardboard bag. 
How many questions we got left there? Should we finish this thing off? We got one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, that's maybe that's maybe uh, that's maybe too many for for one episode. I say we do three. Yeah, we'll half it. There you go. Half ass it, like always. It's not what it said. <laughs> no, but it, is our, it should be our motto. Yeah, yeah. At least that's how I live my life. Yeah, okay. Okay, what do we got? Second, gotta blow my nose a little bit. Good, great. Uh, and that's that's just one. Just getting over a head cold. Uh, and that's an, another thing. Um, this stuff, the sneezing and coughing and so on, I usually can cut out of an episode with our new setup, but you're going to have to listen to it today. And that's on me. It's all on me. Yep. All the sneezing is on Ryan. Yep. Every time James sneezes, it is my fault. Yep. I don't know how my life got here. <laughs> well, it all started with that monkey's paw. Oh, God. This is a fairly appropriate mailbag question for us having a guest host on today's Jedi Dropouts. Okay. This one comes from CJ, and it says, what is your least favorite anime? Ooh. Ooh. That's fun. Uh, You know what, James? We'll start with you, because you haven't watched a whole lot of anime. Do you have one in particular that you maybe even tried and hated? Um, I tried Full Metal Alchemist, and I got two episodes in, and I couldn't watch anymore. Okay. Eh. Yeah. But that being said, I haven't even attempted a lot of animes. I watched, like, one season of Naruto. I watched all of Dragon Ball Z. I'm currently watching Dragon Ball Super as it comes out on Blu-ray. Cool. Uh, let's see. Um, yeah, I'm, I might have to say Full Metal Alchemist, maybe. Yeah. Man, if you didn't like it, you didn't like it. Yeah. Um, and uh, CJ, if you are listening, I don't know if we have any way to contact you. I don't know if you got the contact info there. But uh, definitely go check out Final Form, especially the new episode featuring James, uh, where we talk about Dragon Ball Z and so on. Highly recommend that. Uh, I have really only been watching anime for as long as Final Form, uh, maybe a little bit Oh, before. you know what? You know what? I'm gonna change my answer to Dragon Ball GT. Oh, oh god, yeah, that's good, a good one. That is good a, call. That's a good one, yeah. Yeah, there you go. That won't get you lynch mobbed, and it's a bad one. Um, I started watching that, and like, I don't know, I left off somewhere where uh, Trunks and Kid Goku and Pan and that little robot Giru, or whatever his name is, are flying through space. That does not narrow it down. <laughs> this is fucking dumb and weird, and I can't get over it. And the, I just never watched past that. Don't blame you. Uh, so yeah, I've only really been watching a lot of anime since uh, we started Final Form. I've seen, I'm gonna say like maybe 25 shows or something like that. Um, and there's only been one that I've abs- like. Okay, there's been a couple I disliked, but there's only been one that I fucking despise, and it was I don't know how to pronounce it. Elfin lead or Elfin lied? Oh yeah, Elfin lead. I think is how you I pronounce think it. I think that's how it's pronounced. Yeah, it's fucking awful. Yeah, it it, it, it it there's there's matters of opinion on things. I think Elfin lead is genuinely a bad show. I think it is bad from the ground up. It is rapey. It is uncomfortable. There is there's no excuse for the garbage that is in that show. And I think it is just... I think it's absolute trash. It's it's the one time where I'm gonna be like, you know what? It's not a matter of opinion. I think this show is fucking trash. I got four episodes in and I, I got stomach sick trying to watch it. Fair enough. 
I'm going through all the anime I've watched. I'm trying to open up that box in the back of my head that says, <laughs> do not open. Bad yeah. memories. Yeah, because, like, with you, you've seen so many shows. I mean, there are ones that are popular that probably stand out as ones you hate, but, like, what is the worst? Worst I have seen. Oh, God. Or even attempted to watch. Attempted to watch. Uh... I warned the, you about it. I actually tried to watch, uh, I think it's called School Days. Oh, okay. It is also incredibly rapey and yeah. squicky and no thank you. There are some I know that are worse, but my curiosity never made me go. This one, I'm like, mm. huh, this one's got a bad rap. Watch an episode. Put it away in the box. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, I may love anime, but when it fucks up... Yeah. Oh God, does it fuck up? Yeah, when it when when the wrong hands are behind it. Yeah. yeah. It either yeah. becomes a spectacular waste of a void, such as Dragon Ball GT. Yeah. Or just pure disgust. Yep. Yeah. I think those are all pretty pretty good answers. Hit us with another question. This one comes from Duper Super M. Okay. Okay. If you could live in any fictional world from any book, movie, game, TV show, etc., which would it be and why? What kind of character would you be? Ooh, that's a really good question. So that's not you? No. That's a different M? No. Okay. No, this is M as in E-M. Oh! Oh! Okay, I know who that is, actually. Um... That's one of the one of the girls from Sandbox Gaming. Oh, it was uh, in the Sandbox Gaming interview. Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure that's uh, I, be- I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's a good. That's a good question. Mm. I actually I have an answer for that. Okay. I can I help you? I'm gonna say Metabots. Yeah. Because uh, it was one of my favorite animes growing up as a kid. Uh, it's like Pokemon only with robots. Mm-hmm. The robots are also intelligent enough and can have a conversation. Did you say Metabot? I said Metabots. Nice. And I'm, I just absolutely love Metabots and robots and if I was a character I'd be kind of like the shopkeep who would sell kids the new robot parts. Just because I could have access to new robot parts and I could help people with their robot battles and just hang out. If not, I would love to be Mr. Referee. Just have the ability to show up in every fight that's about to start and referee it. Because that referee was amazing. He just showed up in the crazy... I forgot that show existed until you just said it, but, man, I used to love the shit out of that show. Oh, yeah, it was so good. So, yeah, I would be in Metabots. I would be either just shop, keep with lots of robots, or I would be the Mr. Referee just to show up and go, It's Robot Doll! That's, that's, that's a good answer. Plus, he had amazing costumes. Yeah. Show up one time in full suit of armor. <laughs> James, you got anything? Um, I thought about this for a second while Mitchell was giving his answer, and I was like, "Ah, oh, Star Wars would be cool." But like, if you're not one of the people who's you know lucky enough to have you know power of the Force, like, you know, like what happens if you are one of the like. Slaves, or one of the people who's just being like trampled by the Empire. Yeah. I thought like Marvel or DC, and it's like, well, what happens if you're one of the millions of people in those universes who don't end up with superpowers or anything? And I was so then I thought Pokemon. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I was like. Yeah, it's still the luck of the draw, like, what kind of Pokemon you encounter in the wild and stuff like that, but regardless of what you catch, you seem to be able to train it up to be decently formidable and, you know? Yeah. There's always so training, too. I, I think I would pick Pokemon, and what type of character would I be? I would probably try and be a gym leader. Nice. Okay. I, I would want to go and try and beat all the gyms and become the champion or anything like that. I'd want to be a gym leader. I respect that. I would, if I was in Pokemon, I'd say gym leader too. Okay, so my answer is the lamest ever. Um, 
I have no desire to live in a fantasy world of any sort because all those fantasy worlds always have villains, and they're that, that therefore that means danger. I don't like danger. I'm fine without the danger. Um, so get your head out of the sand, Ryan. There's danger in the real world too. Yeah, but I'm I I keep myself away from it. I can start juggling knives. <laughs> uh, I would choose the alternate version of Earth that exists in the Muppets TV show and. Uh, Movies, because it's basically Earth, but Muppets exist. That is actually pretty sweet. I don't. I do love me about some Muppets. And what would I do differently? Well, I actually really enjoy my life. I like my life. I uh, would probably go with the same aspirations I have now. I like the idea of being a writer. I would probably aspire to be a writer on the Muppet Show, and that would be a fucking blast. <laughs> yeah, that would be. Yeah. I just hope you're ready for two old Muppets to be constantly mocking you. That's great. They're funny shit. They are my favorite Muppets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I try. I, I try and write jokes for Fozzie, you know that kind of shit. Um, and Fozzie writes his own jokes. Yeah, but he he. If, hey, if you know the Muppet uh, Family Christmas special, he actually aspires to have a comedic partner. Yeah, eh, fair don't, enough. Don't test me on Muppets, man. Fair enough. I'll come at you. <laughs> I didn't realize you were that deep into Muppet lore. Oh, dude, I'm, I fucking love the Muppets. <laughs> All right then. Um, what else? Let's do one more. I'm loving, All right. I'm the last this. question we have for today comes from Chris Keeping. Oh. Hey. <coughs> Is that the question? Uh, I suppose Robotus would be my answer. How do you spell that? Um, that was part one of the question. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And understandably, his follow-up to that is if you were to remake a series, what would it be and what changes would you make? Ooh, okay. That's good. Hmm. Who wants to go first on this one? Anyone Anyone need time to, to think this over first? I need a few minutes. Okay. Uh, James, you got anything or you want to I would remake Dragon Ball GT. Ah, there we go. <laughs> and I would have universe implode on the first episode and everything dies. <laughs> so rocks fall, everyone dies. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I mean, a good one would be I would like to remake Firefly, change nothing except have it continue past season one. That'd be nice. Oh, I know what I would do. Yeah. <laughs> I would remake the Star Wars prequels. That's not a bad idea. The only I okay I have a I do like episode three a lot. There's a few things I wouldn't change, but but the first two movies I would just basically bomb the crap out of them. Yeah. And just start fresh. Yeah. And uh, there's this series I I watched once where they basically did that. Okay. So I would steal a lot of his ideas, and mostly it would be the first thing I'd do I'd keep Darth Maul around and make him some sort of awesome cyborg stalking Obi Wan constantly. So if you. Well, Darth Maul does become a cyborg. I, I know, but I'd actually make it part of the movies. Yeah. Yeah. And have Count Dooku actually also be a good guy, but left the Jedi's because he doesn't trust them anymore. Make yeah. him a gray character. Yeah. Who's yeah. able to see that, shit, there's someone controlling the, the Senate, but I can't reveal it as a Jedi because the Jedi work for the Senate in a sense. Hmm. And have the Separatists be an actual plot point rather than just be a plan. Have them actually be good characters in them. Yeah. See why they wanted to separate, not just because they're greedy business people, because George Lucas wanted to make a political statement. Uh, but just to clarify now, if if a major studio was offering you the chance to recreate any series you wanted, you would commit plagiarism. <laughs> you, pretty, just, you literally said I would, I would steal his ideas Pretty much I would Because I, I think he said he'd love to see his ideas come alive So I don't think he'd sue me Okay well let me know if you do I'll get rid of the episode Destroy the evidence <laughs> Well I would at least call him first Saying hey I'm doing your ideas You have any more new ones Yeah Well, I'll give you the co-writing stat um, Another good one uh, I think would be the Harry Potter movies uh, I think they missed the mark in a lot of those movies, especially Goblet of Fire. I'll uh, take your word for it, and I'll take Robin, Robin also would agree with you on that. Yeah. But I never got into Harry Potter, so... I, I've only read, like, half the books, but reading the books makes you realize that, like, 
they've really glossed over a lot of shit and they kind of dropped the ball on certain characters. I, I don't know. I just feel like it's it's like I don't want to say it because I think they did a really good job casting, but you know they they missed the mark on a lot of points. Maybe even like just a recut. I get the impression that Harry Potter had the same problem animes do, where, hey, let's adapt this while it's still being made before we can realize what's actually relevant. Exactly, right? Yeah. Because, you know, patience is a thing Hollywood directives don't really seem to have these days. No, they don't. Anything else you want to remake? No. No? I think, I think, I think we got a couple good answers in there. Yeah, that was... Yeah? That was fun. We got we got some some series on the backlog. Yeah, that was a, that was a fun mailbag. It I was say. Uh, all great questions. Uh, we'll definitely contact some of those people. Uh, CJ, I don't know if we we have any contact info, but if you're listening, thanks for the question. And uh, yeah, now you want to uh, get into the the major piece of this episode we're gonna do. Um, and that is... Kwanzaa? Yes, Kwanzaa. Uh, it's the holiday season. Um, now, we're not generalizing when we... We're not, we're not just saying, like, it is the Christmas season, because it is the holiday season. There are many different holidays that many people celebrate. To be fair, we missed Hanukkah. We did. Uh, but everyone involved in this recording, we, it's Christmas that we celebrate... And not only that, but we're talking about TV Christmas specials, and it's a bigger scope. It is. And that's why we're talking about Christmas. Um, So that's what we're going to do. We're going to do the top three TV Christmas specials. Uh, Now, how do you want to do this? Do you want to go, like, one of us at a time going through our list? I think think a round would be good, yeah. Okay. Who's kicking it off? I'm guessing Age Before Beauty. Don't start a fight. <laughs> James, you want to Wait. Start? <laughs> okay. When you say age before beauty, does that mean, like, the youngest or the oldest goes first? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. A, I am the oldest, and B, I am the most beautiful. Sure. Whatever you think, Chrome Dome. I... I... What's that another fucking reference? <laughs> I'm just saying he's got a shiny head. Yeah. Okay. Um, Although it might be a turtles reference. Okay. Mitchell, you're the guest. I'll let the Chrome Dome comment slide because Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Right, I'm going to start with an honorable mention, actually. Okay. Because okay. you, you you just give us your list. Go yeah. I'll, I'll just give an honorable mention because uh, it's not really a, a TV special, but it is like an 18-minute Christmas special that I absolutely love. And it ties into what we were talking about before. It's the Dragon Ball Z Abridge, the plan to eradicate Christmas. <laughs> okay. Where the evil ghosts of Frieza Day Pass come back to fight our heroes. I have not seen that. Yeah, I, I love it. I just I just adore it. That sounds amazing. Uh, okay. But uh, my first actual pick is, I gotta go Futurama, A Tale I, of Two Santas. I knew that was gonna be in there. I... Well, any Christmas special where Elf will say there's a toy lodged in my brain gets pretty high up. And just, it's just a lot of good yeah. Futurama moments. I love that episode so much. Uh, that one didn't make my list, but it, I, I would call that an honorable mention for me as well. Fair I, enough. It, it made the short list. Yeah. You know. So that's pretty much it. My number three. So you can yeah. go for. Are, are we gonna go one yeah, at a time? I say one at a time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll go with my number three then. Uh, I don't think I don't know if either of you watched the show at all. Bob's Burgers. No. I I couldn't get a Bob's Burgers because the voice work. Oh, okay. I I fucking love the voices in the show. Uh, but uh, I forget what season it is. In the episode's called Christmas in the Car, and the setup is basically. Uh, Bob's wife, Linda, decides to get a Christmas tree the day after Halloween. That tree dies very quickly. Uh, and then in November, they get another tree to replace that, and then that dies like two days before Christmas, or I think it was like <laughs> Christmas Eve or something. So they go on a quick trip to try and find a last-minute Christmas tree, 
and they run into this whole hijinks where uh, they have a truck driver in a giant candy cane truck stalking them and trying to run them off the road, and they have to spend the whole night of Christmas as a family in their car trying to escape this truck driver. And it's just a really, like, it's a well-paced, well-written bit of animated sitcom, and it's got some great jokes. It, it's, it's like peak era of Bob's Burgers for me, too. I think it's around season three or four. Okay. Um, yeah, I just love that show, and I think it's a fucking fantastic Christmas episode. James, what you got? Number three. Number three, I have, um, from Community. Oh. I have Abed's Uncontrollable Christmas. That was a good episode. I haven't seen that in a while. I have not actually seen The Community, but I've, it's on my short list of things to watch. Mm. Oh, you gotta do it. Community is so good. Yeah. that That's the one where they go, like, full claymation, right? Yes, sir. Ooh, that sounds up my alley. Like out of nowhere, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's and a- the whole thing is just a big delusion inside Abed's head. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's been a while since I saw that, but I remember it being fantastic. And that was like, that was when I, I stopped watching Community. I think around season three, but I remember like that was in one of the the really good runs of episodes around that time. I think that was a good one. Um, it's it's in my list of uh, best Community episodes. Nice. I feel I mean, like the paintball episodes will always be oh, my favorite. All oh, the paintball but. episodes, yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like we're we're talking about Christmas, obviously, but at the same time, we're finally getting around to talking about some of our favorite sitcoms, and that is a topic we have put off for a long time. Hmm. Yep. Okay, Mitchell. Uh, number number two. two was really hard for me to narrow down. It ended up being a three-way tie. Because I'm okay. terrible at this. Okay, sure. But they're all DC animated special episodes. Okay, okay. The first one is Christmas with the Joker. Yeah. And go. then Holiday Nights. Yep. yep. And then Join Comfort from Justice League. Nice. All three of them have different, very different tones, but yeah. they're almost all the same kind of feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Christmas with the Joker is the first time we officially hear Mark Hamill as the Joker. Mm-hmm. And it's got a lot of good jokes in it. Yeah. Especially Batman getting a pie in the face. Of course, yeah. Uh, Holiday Nights, I just absolutely love one scene. It's at the end of the episode where Batman and Gordon are having coffee together at the end of the new year. At the start of the new year, because they do that every year. Yeah. It's a tradition. And that scene alone is just so heartwarming. Yeah. And Joy and Comfort, I just love because Clark Kent does something I actually like. He brings the Martian Manhunter home for Christmas. Because Uh, John Jones has no one to go home to. He has no holidays to celebrate. Yeah. And it's just sweet. Like, the rest of that episode I don't care for. Okay, I kind of like the Flash delivering a Christmas gift to some orphans. That's just... Well, yeah. That's why I love the Flash from the DC Animated Universe. Yeah. Wally West is such a sweetheart. But Hot Girl and Green Lantern's thing is just... Ugh. But mm-hmm. John Jones just discovering the joy of a season, of a holiday season. Yeah. Without even being Christian or anything like that, he just discovers why people feel so nice. and It ends with him trying to sing a haunting... Martian song and it's just really beautiful I'm like thank you DC yeah. that's the stuff I loved you for yeah uh, mine my next one my number two is uh, a show that I believe is probably going to end up on your list James uh, The Office uh, I finally got around to watching all of The Office this year and it's just one of the best sitcoms I've ever seen hands down uh it's kind of hard to narrow down which Christmas episode, but I went with the very first one from season two, uh, Christmas Party, which I watched last night again, and it's just so fucking funny. The whole setup of um, they're doing Secret Santa for their Christmas party, and Michael went way over the limit and got a video iPod for someone instead of the $20 price limit and when he gets a gift that is, you know, he gets like a, a homemade oven mitt or something in return cuz you know, it's it's you know, a nice under under $20 yeah. gift. He gets mad and decides, "Nope, Yankee swap 
now we can steal each other's gifts, and it turns into another utter shit show, and it, like, it, it's just a perfect culmination of everything that is The Office, the awkwardness, you get, like, moments of, of, uh, like, great moments from all the major characters, you've got some Jim and Pam stuff going on, which is kind of, like, the overlying, uh, story told in the show, a little bit of everything, you got some good Meredith moments, which you don't get that often, even Creed gets some good jokes in there, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed that one, although, like, there's a lot of other Office, uh, Christmas episodes that could come close. James? My number two, I said Merry Christmas, Mr. Bean. Nice! Huh. You know what? I'll say it right now. That's my number one. Ha! <laughs> That's cute. I mean, who doesn't love Mr. Bean? Man. Actually, as a kid, he terrified me. Oh, yeah? But now that I'm a bit older, I actually can appreciate him, but I still don't really... I'm not crazy about Mr. Bean, but I get the charm to him, and it's just fun. Yeah, I I have every episode like at my disposal at all times. <laughs> and they that scene in Merry Christmas, Mr. Bean, with the nativity statues, will absolutely destroy me every single time. I I I'm like. <laughs> Laughing a little bit just thinking about the, like <laughs> exactly what he does there, where all you see is his hands uh, playing with the nativity set, and then bringing in all these other toys and like dinosaurs and and just <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. Uh, oh, is it is it yeah. s- the same episode with the turkey on the head? Yep. Yeah. Okay. That's right. Yeah. I'm making sure I'm. And where he rigs up the popper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God damn it. That's so fucking Where he just, funny. like, stuffs a bunch of them together and just pulls it and you just, like, see it outside and it's just like, bang! <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Mr. Bean is great. And, and it's, it's good, too, because you don't really need an introduction or setup. It's all physical humor. Yeah. Uh, and Rowan Atkinson That's is, like... That's the thing, like, Rowan Atkinson is... A- fucking genius like literally a genius like yeah. in a like academic sense yeah but like he's just a master of physical comedy like be it with Mr. Bean or like some of his performances on stage like just for laughs and stuff like that mm. he's so good with physical comedy that like one of the best holiday specials ever in my opinion like He's able to tell such a story, and he barely speaks. Yeah. He'd... And yet he has such a lovable character. Like, you laugh at him, but then, like, when he's, you know, not being a complete tool, like, you feel for him when he has those, like, empathetic moments. Like, yeah, it's just too good. Yeah, I, I mean... Not to, to get off track, but, like, the episode later on in the run where his car gets demolished. Like, as a kid, I think I actually cried watching that. Oh, yeah. It, like, he, you, really, you really get yourself attached to a character that barely speaks, which says a lot about his ability as an actor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I guess I'm done, because that was my number one. But... Uh, <laughs> Okay, Mitchell, get into your number one. What do you got? Well, this is going to be the one that I guarantee not on anyone else's list. New Mobile Report, Gundam Wing, Endless Waltz. Okay. This is the ending to my one of my favorite Gundam series. It's it's basically Die Hard with giant fighting robots. Okay, okay. It's, it's during Christmas time. There's Christmas seeds. You know, there's yeah. people walking around Christmas trees. And then these robots land in the middle of this snowy little town and just start shooting the crap out of each other, fighting for world peace. <laughs> and hey, if you people put Die Hard in their number one list, I can put this. Mo- it's technically a movie, but it was released on VHS first, and North yeah. America got it first as a TV special. Okay, okay. So we'll it's about an it. hour, twenty minutes. Yeah, and I watch it nearly every Christmas. Usually, as well, it's either that or I watch Batman Returns. Fair enough. But basically, when I want like my action for Christmas, that's what I'll pick. Yeah, sounds good. 
Um, well, you heard my number one. Uh, oh, I had a, uh, you know what? I had an honorable mention that was like my number four. Right. So I'll mention that now, out of order. Sure. I, I forgot to mention, um, I almost had Frasier on my list. Uh, from, I think it's like the first or second season. It's called Miracle on 3rd or 4th Street. And through a series of events, Frasier ends up uh, in a diner in like these old shaggy clothes uh, without his forms of communication. And then he doesn't have a wallet and he gets confused as a homeless man. And he gets spotted money for his meal by another homeless man. And, like, it's it's this perfect combination of, like, peak Frasier humor along with the more heartwarming side of that mm. show. And it's, it's just one of those really, like, classic Christmas episodes of a TV show of a sitcom where you you get you get all your Christmas hits, you get um, the, the seasonal stuff, you get the jokes, but then you end it on, on a touching note. Yeah, that's good. Okay, James, end it off. What do you got? Number one. Uh, number one was Christmas with the Kardashians. I fucking knew it. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, my number one comes from The Simpsons. I fucking knew surprise, it. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. Uh, season seven, episode 11, Marge Be Not Proud. Ah, oh, not surprised. Nice. Not surprised. Buy me Bone Storm or go to hell. That looks fun. <laughs> that ties in really well with all the fucking uh, Christmas references. Or the, sorry, Simpsons yeah. references. Plus the whole thing about me having to wait for Smash Bros. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but this is one of the handful of Simpsons episodes that I find like not only has these very quotable jokes like the buy me bone storm or go to hell one but um, it's also one of the ones that can make you emotional and this is often regarded like if you look at like countdowns and lists of like the best Simpsons holiday episodes a lot of places will rate this as the number one yeah Simpsons, so, yeah. I feel like has the general synopsis of this episode. Yeah. Um, Bart wants a video game. Marge doesn't buy it for him. So Jimbo and Nelson encourage Bart to shoplift it. Bart shoplifts. Bart gets caught. He's not allowed back in the store. Basically, like. Marge gets pissed at him because he uh, like they go to get like a family Christmas photo done and Bart's not supposed to be in the store because he shoplifted Yeah. security officer confronts him yanks him out of the picture and Marge is just super upset with him Yeah. and uh, towards the end of the episode like Bart's just feeling super crummy because like he basically broke his mom's heart on Christmas so Bart comes home with something in his jacket acting all shady and Marge thinks he shoplifted again and she gets super mad at him and confronts him and everything else like that and then he pulls out of his jacket he got a Christmas present for his mom which was he went and got a Christmas photo of himself done that could be like included with the family picture and it's just like this super touching moment in the Simpsons yeah and then Marge is like oh I got you a video game that I think you'll really enjoy and um <laughs> Instead of it being Bone Storm, it ends up being Lee Carvalho's Putting Challenge. <laughs> Ball is in parking lot. Would you like to try again? You have selected no. You know what's funny? I actually know this episode. Really? Yep. Believe it or not. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't realize I knew it when you said the title, but when you started describing it, I was like, oh shit, I watched this last Christmas. I know I did. <laughs> 
think they might have had like a run of Christmas episodes. On yeah, they yeah. they tend to put a lot of Chris, uh, Simpsons Christmas specials together. Yeah. Uh, oddly enough, that's not my favorite Christmas special for The Simpsons. It's the Funzo one. I just always find hey. it, I always find that one funnier, which yeah. I which I want for my Simpsons is more comedy. Yeah, that's fair. I'm, I'm gonna have to dive into this. So I know what you guys are talking about sometimes. <laughs> The few prawns short of a galaxy. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, I'd like to give an honorable mention to each of the episodes of What Atmos. Oh, yeah? Huh. <laughs> yeah, um, our buddy Shane over at What At has been streaming. He's on day seven now, I believe. Okay. But he's doing the 12 days of What Atmos <laughs> over at his Twitch channel, What At SD. And he's playing a different game every night for 12 nights. Nice. From 8 p.m. Newfoundland time until about 10 p.m. He's played uh, Mario 64, uh, Super Mario Kart. Uh, Super Mario World. Uh, he's played uh, Breath of the Wild. Yep. I can't remember what he played last night. Uh, oh, he played SmackDown last night. <laughs> Very seasonal. Uh, tonight he's playing uh, Vice City. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Of course, you know, it'll be... This will be uploaded at a later date, so yeah. he won't be playing Vice City tonight. No, I'm, I might get for this. those future people who are listening. Yeah, <laughs> you time traveling wizards. How's the future? Do we have hoverboards yet? Um, no, but we're all dressing like Blade Runner. <laughs> I love that comment. I love that post. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I hope you guys have your wardrobes ready. Or. Just take your current wardrobe and just take a pair of scissors to it. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so yeah, I guess um, that's about it for today's episode. Not a, not a big long episode, um, but we've got a lot of stuff coming for next year for season three. Um, I don't think we're gonna dive into too many details just yet. We'll save it, but. Uh, we got some collaborations that we're looking at. Uh, yeah. Going to branch out a little bit. Uh, collab with some other... Uh, some other, say, you know, streamers, podcasters, different businesses, and so on. And I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, uh, yeah. But we don't know when we'll be back exactly. Last year we took, like... A month and a half off. I don't think it's going to be quite that long. Um, no. But we'll we'll give this we'll give it a little bit of a break just to break up between the seasons. Uh, wait for the Christmas madness to die down a little bit. Ocean madness. Yeah. Wait for the Christmas clutter to get out of my office. Yeah. Yeah. I so I can it. start streaming and yeah. start actually making YouTube content because. Did I tell you about what happened? No. I recorded a full YouTube countdown. Okay. And when I started uploading, like I uploaded it all onto my laptop to start editing. Yeah. And I used an older microphone that a buddy of mine gave me a couple of years ago when he was moving out of the province. And he was just like... I have no use for this. I it's just taking up room here. You take this microphone. Haven't used it in a long time, and I tried to use that, and turns out it didn't work. Lovely. That's excuse funny. me. So I recorded like once I edited it down, it would have been about a ten, eleven minute YouTube video, but the total recording time was about like a half hour. Oh, all like the outtakes and bloopers and shit. Yeah, and the microphone didn't work, so none of it was usable. That's fucking awful. It it's just me like on mute, just flailing around and moving my lips. Mm. 
Yeah. So, and then, like, after that, by the time I scraped my morale up off the floor to try and do another video, it was into the Christmas season, and we've been using my office to wrap and store all the Christmas goods. So it's like a minefield in here, so I don't really have room to do anything. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Speaking of Christmas clutter, I have not had time to try even recording a Hyper Battle, so yeah. Hyper Battle will be uh, next month. Yeah, well, 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 we'll come back with all of it one shot and, you know. Yeah. Well, after Christmas, I'm going to see if I could get myself a capture card for streaming Switch. Nice. nice. And um, we'll stream a few matches of Smash. I then. believe one of my stocking stuffers. Hopefully, if Emily's listening to me talking from the other room, <laughs> is a new HDMI cord. So, because the one I'm using right now for my PS4 is crap, and yeah. like the audio and visual keeps like cutting out while I'm playing. So, like. As I was finishing Spider-Man on PS4, like, the screen would just go black and the sound would stop for a second. I would just have to, like, quickly hit pause and just wait for it to come back. Mm. It was like, mm. the game would keep playing, but I couldn't see or hear anything, so... Yeah. That's gonna be shit if I'm trying to stream and, like, I have to keep stopping because, like, I can't see or hear anything. But... Um, once I get that new HDMI cord, either for Christmas or after Christmas, when I pick one up myself, I've got a few games on deck that I'm going to stream, such as both of the uh, South Park games, Stick of Truth and Fractured Butthole. Nice. Uh, one other thing I, I just uh, thought about... Um... Our most recent episode, I, I want to address this, it was super, super late getting uploaded, and so the big plug off the top for Sandbox Gaming was way too late. They were finished their 80-hour stream Yep. when it, when it got uploaded. Um, we tried to plug it early, but uh, they did fucking excellent. Uh, do you know off the top of your head? Oh, no, not off the top of my head, no. Uh one second, I gotta I gotta Google this because I give a shout out the Sandbox Gaming. Uh, they did their eighty hour gaming marathon, and I feel like they came in at like I want to say like six or seven thousand dollars or something like that. It feels like I I know they broke uh, last year's. Memory. Yeah, hold on, hold on, I gotta get it up here. Not prepared for this. <laughs> Bear with me. Sandbox Gaming. Seven thousand one hundred seventy-five dollars, and that's fucking wow. awesome. Yeah, congratulations on that, because that's fucking incredible. Oh yeah, did you? Are you guys catching the streams? I I was in and out, but I mean, it was over the weekend, and that's when I work like, uh, I don't know, fucking thirty of my forty hours in a week is during the weekend. Yeah. So I I missed a lot of it. Yeah, I only catched a little bits too, but yeah, they were doing fantastic. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. Uh, so yeah, uh, shout out to those guys. Uh, next time we plug you guys, we'll try and do it ahead of the actual stream. Um, and I think the only thing left to say is just to thank everybody who helped make season two of Jedi Dropouts and season one of Final Form. Just the whole the whole year of podcasting possible, and as awesome as it was, be it the listeners, everyone who helped make the mailbag a thing. Yeah. And made the mailbag probably the best part of every episode. Pretty well, yeah. yeah. Especially this time, I love the questions this episode. Yeah, it's great. Not just because I got to actually answer them no, on air, no. but they were some really good. They, questions. they were fun questions. Um, and and uh, as the, I guess the young blood of this team, <laughs> you're the you're the the new recruit. Yeah, I really am amazed by a lot of people who said amazing things. Not just at the convention, but just in general about Final Form and yeah. whatnot. And it's been really fun being here. The, the feedback yeah it's been great having you uh, um, everyone we met at Atlanticon um, just everything like the there's it's been it, there's we don't have I wouldn't say a community yet but we have the rumblings of one and I at least feel like we're part of the the Newfoundland geek community now yay and it's pretty fucking awesome I only have one other thing to say that Ryan I'll actually ask you 
Are we having simply a wonderful time? Is that a reference? That's a song. It's a Christmas song. Oh, oh, the Paul McCartney song. Yeah. Oh, oh, you brought oh, Christmas. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Topical! Yeah. Apply it. James, you got anything else you want to say before we cap off the season? Bah, humbug. <laughs> I almost put uh, the Disney Scrooge mm. on my top list. Um... um. Well, since it, episode's going up in the future, I can't really shout out what I'm possibly going to be doing tonight, but I can say that it'll, it may be happening again in the future. Um, I may be going over to co-stream with Nacho and Dog Gaming. Yes. Uh, play some Rocket League. You? Play Rocket so League? I'm going to don my Jedi Dropouts shirt while I go do that, and... Yeah, I'll set I'll set my personal Twitch account to auto host. Yeah. So if you want to watch me and Nacho and Dog play some Rocket League, you can go check that out on Twitch. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, which have... will be happening. Uh, hopefully on a semi-regular basis. Yeah, hope so, man. Get uh, them collabs going. Yeah, yeah, man. I, uh, we've talked. Uh, we got to talk a bit more after we get off the re- the recording here. I, I've, uh, I've looked into a couple of collaborations myself, and uh, I think we're gonna I think we're gonna have a big year in 2019. Yep, crossover some audiences. Yeah, for sure. So, are we gonna try and beat the Avengers in crossovers? Uh, maybe. All right. We'll 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 keep our goals low. <laughs> That's what we like to do here. We don't set our sights too high. Sorry, I got drunk on power. Um, if you guys are, are cool with ending this now, I I prepared a little something to cap off our Christmas episode with. Um, is it schmaltzy? It sure is. All right, good enough for me. Uh, I prepared um. A Jedi Dropouts ver- uh, variation of the classic Twas the Night Before Christmas. Twas the night before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was stirring, except those damn Jedi Dropouts, because they won't shut the fuck up. Uh, yada, 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 you've heard this part before, no doubt. Merry Christmas to all. And something, something, drop out. Yeah, you got it, man. Later. Peace. Take care. This has been a Jedi Dropouts production.